well. But guys, without further ado, I don't want to take any more time away from our man, Ray. Uncle Ray, what's up, brother? How we doing, dog? Woo, let's go. World's balls in your hand, buddy. Your balls in your hand. You guys got this, man. We're going to fucking make real financial worldwide. And I just feel that. I feel that, man, so strongly. Even Dude. after talking to, a, a, you know, you guys are my family, bro. I, it really mean that, man, from my heart. You guys are my family. I mean, there's a mission here, and uh, I'm just glad to be a part of this. I, I stumbled on this. I did not know. I wasn't watching Brad's podcast. I didn't know Andy Elliott. I did not know the great Tyler Glennon. Um, I kind of stumbled on this a friend and i uh i saw brad's um i saw brad's uh tiktoks i was a tiktok scroller you know laughing and giggling and shit and then sometimes i see and i'd see good stuff on there like brad you know and um then all of a sudden i was i was talking to a guy and i liked brad's message it was positive he was down to earth he connected with me as a person i suppose and um i was talking to a friend of mine in, in denver and his name is Brian. And I said, yeah, if you want to hear some positive guys, man, there's uh, there's this guy, Brad Lee. I said, never heard of him. He, he just popped up on my, you know, TikTok feed one day. And he's like, Brad Lee, he does insurance. And it, it fucking jolted me. I mean, it really got, I was like, there ain't no way that guy does insurance. There's no way. Like, he's not an insurance type. He just doesn't, he doesn't fit the mold in my head. And uh, so he said, yeah, he does insurance because I was with them. I decided to go back to my solar business, do my roofing and build my own business there. And I was like, well, do you have a link? That's all I knew to add. He's like, yeah, I do. And I was like, all right. All right. So he goes, he'll pay for your licensing. I was like, really? Now, I didn't have a whole lot of money to go through right at that time, you know, and I thought and I never thought I was going to be back in business. I thought I was going to work for somebody else in a sales position. For the rest of my life, I did not feel like I was going, and I wasn't in sales all the time. I was off and on, built a couple of businesses, had a couple of successes, and had a couple of rollovers, buddy. So, you know, I've been through the ringer, man. I've been dra dragged around the parking lot a little bit. I'm older than most of you guys on here, if not all of you guys on here. <laughs> but I, 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 you know, I identify with you because I know that it's all about really wanting to be free. We want our own freedom. We want to be able to call our own shots. You know, I grew up in the whole idea of college, get a, go to school, get an education, get a good job, retire, retire comfortable. You know, that was the that was the vibe that was going around through my generation. And now it's still kind of reverberating through this generation because college is still a thing. You know, get your schooling done, go and get a good job, you know, retire with the gold watch and uh, enjoy Enjoy whatever time you have left. Well, that that dream is not really a dream. It's really a nightmare in my book. And the reason why is because there is no um, there is no sustainability inside a job, especially today. If you see the economy, there is no sustainability inside a job, um, but we can sustain each other in free enterprise. So this is was a free enterprise opportunity that I looked at. And the closer I got, believe me. I got in some of these rooms, the dial rooms, the objection rooms, and I thought, oh, shit, I'm way below. <laughs> They're way above my freaking, you know, uh, um, skill skill set. So and I thought these guys are for real. So I just really thought, OK, man, I got a button. I got to, you know, bend down 
really put my face to the grindstone and really work because these guys are 10 years ahead of me. It seems like, you know, that's what it felt like, but it's all about just learning this stuff every day, I suppose. And uh, just really getting in it and being, being involved. And I knew I could do this. I knew that I could come in and if somebody was struggling, I could give them a little help, the little help I knew. Oh, you don't know where to go in VT Lightspeed? Yeah, let me help you. It's right down this way. You know, I was just an usher. <laughs> I was being an usher. And, hey, go down here. Yeah, the bathroom's down to the left. Just go there, you know. And more and more, I just kept being that. You know what I mean? I, that's all I was. That's all I felt I can give, you know. And you can't get out of this life unless you give. Um, give service and the greater that you give service, the more income you'll, you'll produce for yourself. So that was the principle that I kind of came in here with. And, uh, and then when I, I came into February, I started in January, I got contracted my second week of January, all these contractors were coming in and stuff like that. It's really didn't really start plugging in until the end of February. Once I got to the live event and one of the things that Brad Lee and, and, um, you know, I, I never really felt I belonged here, but I thought, no way, man. There's no way these guys are running, running. but I, I, but I saw something. It was the vision. So I want to get to that real quick. The vision was when Bradley got up there and he has actually started saying what he wanted to see here, the move up, like everybody rising together. I said, that's the job I want, man. That's the job I always wanted. I said, I'm in, I don't know how I'm going to do it. I don't know what, I have no clue, but this is what we're going to do. I'll brace this thing, you know? And that's when I started pushing in, just pressing in, pressing in. Brad Blomquist. I mean, all the leaders, Brad. Well, Tyler, I can't I can't say enough about you, brother, because you have really just been a lead, the lead, you know, the lead guy in this whole thing. I know you got big shoulders, brother. I, I'm just saying it's just like you've done a lot uh, just to hold this all together. And to keep it going, and to me, I, that that deserves an applause, Mr. Tyler Glennon, for sure. And uh, but you know, Brad Blomquist, um, you know, Jimmy, uh, Nick, uh, Trevor Riggs, um, Ozzy, you guys know I call you. Uh, you know, hey man, what's going on? What are you doing? <laughs> you know, but I know that you know somebody has a strategy, somebody has a little move that I can learn, you know, and add to my game that helps me. And, and all you guys have helped me. So I don't care who it is, man. I, I'll reach out to you. And, and at the same time, I want to be that service to others. So, you know, that, that was the vision that it was cast to me when I saw Brad. And that's the principle that I wanted to keep building on and just continue to move. Because I saw, I saw this just starting. And I thought, oh, my God. You know, if you ever wrote it, read a book by Ray Kroc, it's called Grinding It Out. And it was how he built McDonald's. And he said that he was on a plane before it was even what it is now. Uh, he said he was on a plane and he saw all these little buildings all across America with McDonald's as it was string of McDonald's dude. And then he got excited about it before it even happened before it was even real. It was still in his imagination. And that's what I saw that day. And then the second time I went, the great Andy Elliott, man, if you get, you just touch the guy's hand, man, you're going to be like, ah, he's going to, you know, it's like, oh yeah, let's go fire. Man. He's got lightning in a bottle, dude. And I got hit by lightning. That's, that's the second time when I touched his hand and shook his hand. So, but I'll tell you what, it was one of those things that he said, you're going to crush this shit. And I was like, yeah, yeah, man, thanks. You know, and he's like, no, 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 you don't get it. You're going to crush this shit. And I was like, 
And something went into me that day. I walked back. I like, yeah, what the hell? What am I thinking? Yeah, I'm going to crush this shit. Looked at Tyler. I said, Tyler, I'm going to crush this shit. We're going to crush this shit, dude. We're crushing. We're crushing this shit. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Tyler, like, what the hell, guys? <laughs> He's like, yeah, bro. Absolutely, bro. Like, you're just catching up to that? <laughs> yeah, I am. But, dude, it's all in the belief of where you want to go with this. Believe me, this is something that you want to be in in the next six months to a year. And I, I really feel it's worldwide. So I'm talking about opportunity after opportunity after opportunity. This is not the only in selling insurance and Transamerica just sent me a pen. You guys get your Transamerica pen yet? They're going to send you one. <laughs> but uh, guess what, man? It's not just about writing the stuff. It's about what you're going to do with other people. I said, if you take away the branding of real financial, you take away the branding of Andy Elliott, it's we're standing there all together because we want to be around the people. That's what it's about. And if you understand that one day when you get a call, you're going to get choked up again, damn it. The day you get a call and somebody tells you, hey, man, my mom just died. My dad just died. Ray, you told me what I had to do, but can you tell me again? And you're in that moment of a feeling of loss with them. You know, how much is that worth? You can't put price on it. See? And that's the way I feel about this. I feel about the vision as much as I feel about that. It's like I'm 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 emotionally into this as much as you know, wanting to make money. Yeah, that's great. I just want to sit on a couple of beaches with you guys. I'll have my coffee. You can have your, you know, you can have your my ties, whatever you drink, mojitos, whatever it is. But I just want to share, I want you to share with me who you are. Who are you? You know, what was your dream? What happened? You know, I mean, you guys all got a story. It's going to impact the world. And that's that we're worldwide, baby. We're world class. We're moving on that train. This is the train. This is the world class train, real financial. A lot of you going to say, man, I started there. You know what I mean? So I'm just, I'm excited to be able to be part of you guys' life as well as you being part of mine. And it, it goes beyond just the, it goes beyond just the, uh, you know, just the walls, of, you know, walls of a building and everything like that. And just about a, a few checks, you know, in the pocket, you know, we're talking about legacy wealth. We're talking about les legacy health. We're talking about changing people's generational, you know, habits. It's so huge. It's so huge. It's the stuff that lasts forever. You know what I mean? You know, and that's, what's big about this, man. So I can't even believe I'm here, man. It's as I got to pitch myself a couple of times, man. I really, really do. I got to pitch myself a couple of times because I get overwhelmed and I just, I just break down in tears of, 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 of gratitude because it's so it's, this is the place to be, man. This is the place to be. And Andy said, bring your family with you. I never heard a, never heard a public speaker say that about a business. Never heard him. Now they may have, you know, he may have gotten it from somebody. I don't know. I heard it from him. Right. And then I heard his wife say some things that I don't hear couples say huge, man. This is going to, if you're not married yet, you're going to grip great place. Cause you're going to have great mentors to be able to teach you how to be married. <laughs> you know, this is it, bro. This is it. This is a phenomenal place to be. So I, I can't say enough about this opportunity because it's a true opportunity. It's an equal employment opportunity in the, in its finest form in its most beautiful form because you're the widget you're the widget here you know 
And um, I'm so glad to be part of you guys, man. I mean, I, I don't know. You know, you guys helped me so much in, in a lot of ways. And uh, I just appreciate you guys, man. I appreciate this place because of because of that. And uh, that's all I got to say, brother. Dude, I mean, I I love it, dude, because this is like what real financial is intended to be. And um, I appreciate you sharing everything. And it, it, it makes me get choked up because I know how this opportunity has changed my life. And I think that there's some people that really see it, like yourself, Ray, and some people that are still kind of figuring it out, trying to learn, trying to trying to to catch that wave. And they're just, they're skeptical, right? They don't know. And I think that one thing that's so powerful about here is everybody here wants to see you do well, not only to make money, but they want to see you develop, grow, just be a good person. And I think that in business, in my experience, in the short time that I've been in, biz in business, but spending a lot of time with Andy and seeing how people treat people, um, one thing that I've learned from him is that he's like, I'll never do business with people that I don't like. He's like, I just, he's like, I won't, even if it's the best deal in the world, I'm going to make millions and millions of dollars. He's like, I'll say no. And I've seen him turn down deals that like, he's, he's like, we would have made hundreds of millions of dollars doing this. He's like, I don't want to do it because I don't want to be tied to people that I don't like and that I have to report to that. I, he's like, I've done that. He's like, I've been, I've, I've been at the job where like you get paid, but you hate your life because you go to work with people that you don't like and it sucks. And I think that the most powerful thing here is like, man, like the money's cool. But like when I get on dials or like if I get on a training call, like I get to learn from you guys. And like Ray said, like I want to learn, like like Ray said, I want to learn who you guys are, your stories. It's like, that's the power. Because if we're all on the same mission and we're all trying to do the same things, it's like if we all treat people the same way and we're all treating people right and we're all investing in people properly and we're not being selfish, like Andy calls it heaven on earth. You get to help people and get paid a bunch for it. It's like that, that doesn't exist in a whole lot of places. So, I mean, Ray, man, can you talk about a little bit, you know, I think it would just be valuable, like your experience getting started with us, because I remember talking to you right when, right when we, you were getting started and, you know, we we're kind of in this, like, I'm going to put in some, some dials. I'm not going to put in some dial, you know, we were like timid a little bit. Um, organizing, like getting stuff together. And then, and now you're, you're crushing it. Right. So like did a switch flip, like what was kind of the, the, you know, where were you at then, I guess, and then like building up to where you are now, like how, how did this transition throughout this entire journey go? Because I mean, we touched on it briefly there, the live events were a, a good part of it, but like, can you just walk us through that? Yeah. So basically um, just, okay. So putting a schedule together, that was one of the things I had no, I, I was like, okay, there's no walls in this business. There's no bosses in this business. You know, you're, you're it, you know? And so having to make some decisions, having to make, and, and Andy, you know, you helped me out with some of Andy's stuff about just making like write down something the night before, what are you going to do tomorrow? What's that? And then when you started plugging in, you plugged some some people that I've I've listened to in the past, and that was uh, Earl Nightingale, and writing things down. And that's when I started dialing in. Okay, what do I really see? Like, what's the big vision? Like, what's it all about? You know, that that gave me clarity, and so I was able to do my dials without thinking about other things because I, I was being present on the dial. You know what I mean? 
being present on the dials without thinking of other things. I mean, if you could focus a good four and a half hours in your dial time without uh, any, any interruptions, you know what I mean? That way you can, you know, those people that you're dealing with, you're actually dealing with, you're not just going trying to get to the next one. You're wanting to really get plug in, find out, and you're, you're doing the objections not because you just want to kind of trick them into a sale. I always heard this, you know, sales isn't about doing something to somebody. It's about doing something for somebody. So it's about now I'm, I'm changing my, my intent when I'm calling people. So a lot of that, you know, a little breathing. I, I said this as somebody, you know, just breathe before you start dialing, you know, re get in your body, man, get in your body, you know. A lot of us want to get through it, you know, because we're so used to that from jobs or somebody telling us, you know, having tasks to do throughout the day, whatever it may be. We're always on. We're always running one, you know, want to speed up. Sometimes we got to slow down. So we got to slow ourselves down a little bit to get clear. That was one of the things that being able to write down. And that's through writing. You write down some things you want to do for tomorrow. You know what you're going to do tomorrow. You take that breath and you go, you know what I mean? And then other things, when things start not working out, don't freak out. You know, you talk, you, you talk about that all the time. Just get a hold of yourself, start relaxing. And, and it, there's going to be an answer. Be solution oriented. This is something you say a lot. It, let's what, what's the solutions? What are we going to do on solutions? So when somebody brings a problem to me, like you said, you know, okay, let's talk about, let's not complain about it. Let's talk about how we're going to fix it. You know, and when you got two people thinking about how to fix a problem instead of just yourself, hey, you're in a good company, you know, now you're, you know, now you get to move forward. So that was one of the big things. Um, and just, just really being, um, just as you go, keep growing. Where else can I grow? Where else can I grow? And you usually catch yourself. I think most parts, um, some people, when you're doing a dial and you flub it up, okay. What did I, what could I have done? You know, was I quick enough on the objection? Is it like water to me yet? Or is it just like something I got to grab, you know, and, and you person, you personify that Tyler with the way you could cut, you know, the way you have it already in your head. I've been writing down, I got a booklet now that just talks about, just lets me write objections and I just put objection handling on there. So every time I hear somebody handling an objection, I write it down. And just blend it, bend it, make it my own, and then let it be natural coming out of my mouth. And uh, so it's a script, you know, you're, you're acting, you know, you're not, nobody talks like this automatically. So it's a script. You have to keep saying, you have to drill and rehearse. If Nick, Sergeant Nick was on here, he knows about drilling ceremony. Army always does it. Drilling ceremony, drilling ceremony. We're always drilling ceremony. It's like you're drilling ceremony your ass off, even if you know it. But that's the beautiful thing. Hey, man, we're going in an army. We're real financial army. Let's act like we're in the military, right? So we have to drill in ceremony all the time, night before. If I'm talking to Oz, Ozzy, Ozzy will be like, hey, man, hey, bro, uh, let's, let's do the script. Uh, yeah, that's a good idea. You know what I mean? We're jaw jacking or we're talking, you know, but we go right back to, hey, let's get back to, let's go back to train, you know? So that's the people I want to be around. That's the ones I want to talk to. Hey, man. What are you thinking about? Why are you thinking about that? You know, hey, yeah, that's stupid. What am I thinking about that for? You're right back to getting back to the principles of doing the things we need to do. So I think the big switch was just learning from mentors, man. Okay, what am I doing wrong here? Or what could I be doing? I want to be solution oriented. 
So believe, being solution-oriented on a daily basis, till you need it, may need it every other day, then maybe every other week, and then monthly, and then you're helping other people, you know? If that makes sense. It's awesome, man. And I love it. And I mean, just like one of the most powerful things that you just mentioned is, is that problem, the solution attitude, right? Because like a lot of times, man, like it's so easy to just be like, oh, this isn't working because of that. And there's this saying that I really like, and it I'm going to touch on a few things here. I'm just in this vicinity because I think it's so powerful is, you know, live life looking in the mirror and not, not, out the, not looking out the window, right? If you live life looking in the mirror, you're taking accountability, responsibility for all the, the, the results, the outcomes, the things that are happening inside of your life, right? Which means that I know that I'm to blame for the good and the bad. And I can change and control those things that are good and bad, right? If I'm looking out the window, I'm pointing the finger, I'm blaming, and I'm talking about why everything else doesn't work. I'm going to tell you a quick 30-second story about when I lived with Andy, right? When I was living with Andy, there was a day that I was really stressed out. And I, I came to him and I said, man, so I'm going to be really honest with you. I don't know how I'm going to handle this. I'm like, what am I going to do here? I have to be on this call and I have to like sell this much. And I was like, you know, I have to, I have to do this. And like, I'm trying to like handle all this new stuff. I had a new threshold of stress because I was taking on more. Right. And he just looked at me dead in the face. And he just said, with his crazy eyes looking at me straight face and just said, what are you going to do about it? And I just sat there and I was like, I shouldn't be complaining about this. And then he stopped again. And he said, he said, uh, he said, one day, he said, don't ever forget that one day you dreamed of all of this. He said, you dreamed of this life. You dreamed of becoming the person that you've always wanted to become, being free, having the opportunity to help people, having people come to you and ask you questions. He said, you dreamed of this before. He said, so don't get ungrateful now because you're in it and it's stressful. And I said, damn, man, that's, that's some crazy, that's like some really deep stuff because it, it grounded me back to being like, okay, this new threshold, this new stress level. This is different. It is, but, but this is the path. This is the direction that I wanted to go. So I shouldn't be ungrateful for it because I'm moving towards the place that I want to be. One of the coolest things that I learned from him. I'm going to share one more thing really quick. And then I got another question for uncle Ray. I'm reading this book. I think it's called, it's a Napoleon Hill book. I think it's called success with a positive mental attitude. Or I can't remember the name of it for some reason, but it talks about, and I was just telling one of Andy's top coaches, Selena, this the other day, it talks about how Socrates Back, you know, he's, he was alive 3400 BC before Christ, right? Socrates had a wife that he, he had married this woman and this woman and him had a lot of hard times and they fought a lot. And Socrates wasn't always super wise. Socrates wasn't always this like, he didn't have this great perspective, but he developed into that person with the great perspective, right? And so one of the things that he learned from his marriage with this woman is that this, this, this relationship that he had, he was always pointing the finger and they had a lot of issues because of that. So they had a lot of arguments. Hey, when you do that, it, it makes me mad. Hey, why aren't you over here? I like it when you do this better. Right. And so in the book talks about Socrates changed his frame from you to me. I, how am I, what am I doing? That is making me have this opinion. Why am I viewing this this way? Why do I feel that way? I'm trying to understand yourself. So taking a step back and instead of saying, hey, it's the lead's fault. Hey, this business doesn't work. Hey, man, these people are all just hanging up because the leads suck. Hey, man, I don't feel like making calls today. Ask yourself, look internally and say like, what can I do better? How can I be better? Maybe I'm making the mistake. And it's something that Ray just touched on that I think Ray does so well. He says, me, where can I be better? Where can I grow? Where can I develop? 
right? Instead of going and pointing the external, look internal first for those solutions. And you'll notice if you study success, if you study the people that have been where you want to go, a lot of them talk like this. A lot of them have these theories, these ideas, and it's an internal decision that we get to make, whether it's internal that we're looking or external to blame. So I think that if we can grasp that and we can control that, we're very powerful, right? And so Ray, my next question is for you, man. I know that we're just getting started with you here. You have a lot of plans. You have a big plans. I know what you want to do here, but can you share with everyone where you want to go? And I mean, coming in from, you know, not having any, any experience with us just a couple of months ago, not selling. And, you know, now you're selling consistently, like what's your next six, 12, 18 months look like. And I guess like, what do you want this to be for, for you, man? Well, I'll tell you what, I, I don't want to work anymore right? I don't want to work anymore, but I want to be around people. If I got to fly to Arizona to have a sandwich with, with Tyler and say, Hey man, let's go grab something to eat real quick. And then just talk and, and, and build each other up. That's my fucking perfect life and not have to ever worry about how much it's going to cost. Like we can eat at the swankiest places. You know, I remember there's a guy who told me, he said, you don't have to get it right. You just have to get it going. So if I, I don't have to get it right, I just have to get it going. You don't have to be perfect. You just have to start, you know, and, and things will start to unfold. So my thing is, is that I just want to be able to move and, and, and connect with the people that I have to, and I want to, and I like to, and be able to not ever have to worry about how much that's going to cost me, you know, and, and, and then pour that out to the rest of the world that they can have it too. Because there's no, there's just opportunity, opportunity unlimited. I mean, <laughs> you say it all the time, bro. It's like, I don't ever want to think about what something costs. I don't care about, I don't care. It just doesn't bother me. I want to live where I want to live. I want to party who I want to party with when it's, when it's called to do so, not all the time, you know, but when it's called, when there's times to do so and not have to worry about it. That's the life I want. I want to live that life, talk about books, go over, pick Tyler's brain. What did what Napoleon Hill say again? Say it, say it one more time, dude. Because I like the way you just brought that out, you know. You know, I want to be able to just have, I, I just want to have that freedom. Okay. And then I want to be able to teach my kids and my children to have that freedom and my grandkids to have that freedom. I want to build that legacy. I want them to be able to have those principles that'll work. As they're working today, they're working a million years down the road, you know, if if it lasts that long. I don't know. That's, you know, it, whatever you have as far as a picture of how the world's going to last. But anyway, I just say that, man, that it's and and then impress as pen, many people as I possibly can with this. We're good news merchants. You know, I want this good news, this good news, man, that you could be free and live the life that you want as a sovereign citizen on this planet. <laughs> For as long as you want to live it and pass it down to as many people as possible. We're good news merchants, man. I'm a I'm a merchant, but I'm a good news merchant. And that's what I want to pass along to earth, man. Powerful stuff, man. And uh, I'm excited to see you keep on growing. And I know that we're just getting started. And it's we're cool to, to get around people who can think big like that, you know. And I know that for me, I have a big vision of what I want. I want to impact a lot of people, too. So it's cool that we have some some running mates, right? And guys, if, if you're someone who's on the call today and you're like, man, I'm, I'm new. Maybe I, I haven't been at, you know, bit by the bug yet. Right. Like I don't have that vision. Like Ray, I don't have the crazy eyes like Ray yet. And I'm not like, is as, as maybe dialed in on my schedule, my process. And it seems like a lot to handle. 
just stay plugged in because I'll tell you guys this. If you can just get around the people that are doing it by association, you'll start to have success. And I mean that in the most, in, in the way of like thinking, you'll start to think like the people who are doing the thing that you want. Like Ray said it perfectly. He'll call people and just, you know, he wants people to be like, Hey man, like, why are you thinking about that? Like, let's think this way, right? Like let's start to, to connect and be a part of the community because the most important and most powerful piece of what we have here is our community. So we have to protect that. Like our community is what makes us special. It's the growth minded individuals, the people that see this opportunity in a bigger light than other people. If I can affect, you know, some, a new agent or someone like if I can show Osbaldo here, the next level, the next step, what else is out there? His mind expands and he's like, man, how can I do that? Like, how do I accomplish that? So we're starting to get our, ourselves around these bigger thinkers, the people who are doing it at a higher level. And we're all on all the calls. We're all in the discord. We're all very active in the community. So I challenge you guys to get active in the community, to stay a part of the community, because it is the, it is the heartbeat to success in this industry. It really, really is. You go out on an island, you try to learn everything yourself. You're not going to be able to learn as fast. I'm going to give you guys an example. Let's say Joe over here is trying to do it by himself. And we got Bob, Timmy, Judy, Sharon, and Cody, right? And they're all trying to figure it out together as a community. Well, if this person learns a lesson today and he can teach this person, this person, this person, and this person and vice versa. So this person only has to learn 20% of the lessons because the other four will learn the 80 and share it with him versus this person has to learn 100% of the lessons on his own, which means that you can learn four times faster by plugging in with four other people that are on the same mission as you and on the same journey. So I challenge you guys to make sure that you stay a part of the team. You stay a part of the mission. If you want to learn how to sell, we're already selling. If you want to learn how to build agencies. If you want to get in the leadership team, be a contributor guys. We're back into the agency. Show Brad and Andy with the numbers, man. Get like, we're looking for people to pull up, but we got to know that you know how to do it, right? If, if you want that next level opportunity, it's sitting there. Um, it's right there in the queue for you. 